Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are The Loaded. So good afternoon or good day to another edition of The Loading. Mm-hmm. I am actually flying solo right now because my co-host Lily is currently on stage and about to do her <laughs> keynote presentation. So this is actually the first podcast I've done on my own uh, without no Lily. Without, yeah, it's only like a double act. So we normally tag team each other. Wow, uh, she's your wingman. So she is my wingman. <laughs> she is, she is. It feels a bit weird without her. So anyway, so I'm going to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll have a great chat and I think she might be joining us once she's finished. Yes. But right now I am joined in our wonderful podcast by Shenin. How are you, Shenin? I'm great, thank you. It's a great event. It's a great event to be a part of. It really is. It really is. We had the fortunate um, opportunity yesterday to be on a, on a panel together and you were moderating and we were going through some, some great discussion points, which we might get to actually yeah. in this conversation. But for all of our listeners, it'd be great to know, you know, a little bit about yourself, who you are and yeah, what you do and we can take it from there. Great. Um, so I'm Shannon. I founded um, and am the CEO of Inspire Events and Activations. We are an experience agency that does tech-led events across the MENA region. Okay. Um, so basically, when the clients pick us, they stand out. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. How, like, take us way back. We always ask our, you know, our guests for like their kind of untold story, essentially. Yeah. Because um, I'm assuming you've never always done events, or maybe you have, but take this way back and, you know, mm. tell us from, from where it all began. I mean, I was just talking to the panel today, and I said to them, I never intended to even get into events. Do- I I studied world politics and finance. Okay, so this is incredible because every single guest we talk to has like some random yeah. story and then all of a sudden they just pivot completely into the yeah. world of events. So Literally. hang on, so you, what did you study again, sorry? World politics and finance. That sounds quite serious. Yes. Like, world, world politics is like a huge thing, especially now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my goal was to then study political and financial law and become a lawyer. Okay. And um, so I, when I did my undergrad, I said that's where I'm going to, where it's going to lead to. Yeah. So I, 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 I majored in world politics and finance and I said, I double majored and I said, I'm going to study law for world politics and finance and become a lawyer. Okay. Yeah. That's, a, and then, but then how, like, <laughs> sorry, I was going to say like, you went from like lawyer studying like major politics and world yes. politics into like yes. the world of events and technology. Absolutely, like, yeah. how did that shift come about? Um, so... After graduating, I came down to Dubai. I've always lived here. I was this, I'm born and raised. I'm a Dubai girl. Got you. So I came back to see family. I basically came home and my dad's like, well, you know, I don't want you to be gone for another four and a half years. Like, why don't you come and stay with us for a little while and just see what it feels like to be back with your family? <laughs> and I was like, maybe not. Because <laughs> yeah, where did you study again? Um, Harvard. Okay. Boston. Amazing. Yeah. Great city. I love it. I've been there a few <laughs> yeah. times. Beautiful. Yeah. So go, obviously going like to Boston and coming back to so I guess the Middle East at that time when yes. you know Dubai was a very different place. Very, very different. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was um, coming from Boston. I feel like we were like light years ahead. And yes. um, I, I got to intern with some amazing, I, I interned with Apple for four months. Oh, wow. And being in Cupertino for four months, I was just like, that's it. Like, I know what I want to do. Well, I was going to say, what is it like working with Apple? Because it's a huge, they're, a huge. They're amazing. Yeah. They, they also are one of our clients now. Okay. So awesome. They are, they're amazing. They're so great. I love their values. I love how they treat their people. I love what they stand for. And for me, and even as an agency, people are such a core formula for our success, yeah. right? And we value them so much. And I think that a lot a lot of that came um, from interning at Apple. A okay. Lot the, a lot of the core um, meaning of why we do what we do came yeah. from there because I, I had the, I had the great opportunity um, of interning. And when we when we with Apple. Um, this was in 2012. Okay. My last year. Yeah, which wasn't too long ago. Yeah, no, ten it wasn't years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Because there's been a massive evolution of that company, all the, all the, you know, from the beginning when like Steve Jobs was working out of a garage yes. Yes. into yes. I think one of the world's biggest companies right now. That's that's, that's um, incredible. Well, I think I want to get to talk about all of this a, a, a little bit later because yeah. I know that you've been heavily involved in panel discussions around yeah. empowering of women, yes. um, but also as well the one that we had yesterday was about culture, which yes. is really important. Yeah. But you went from interning at Apple, <laughs> and then what what happened next? And then I came in, uh, I stayed with my parents three months yeah. because I had three months break before I went back to Boston and then did my law degree. Um, um, and that's when I started to freelance. Okay. And I am not the monotonous person. I cannot do a nine to five. I, 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 get I cannot you. do the same thing over and over and over and over again. That's one of the reasons why I selected law because it's new cases every 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 day. And you know, there's new clients, there's just new things and there's new things you find out every day. Yeah. Um, and that's what I love about, about that different sector. Um, but when I did events, I really felt a lot of that too. It was different clients. It was, it was new events. It was big events. It was small events. It was all of that. And I loved it. Do you ever think that like, you took much of your learnings, I guess, from wanting to be a lawyer those experiences into, I guess, the world of events, although it's two very different industries? Yes. Um, I mean, it really helped me scale only because I, I, I know that I was really good at finance. I still am. Okay. So, a lot of the times, uh, new founders have an issue with scaling because they they may or may not know how to value their company or how to um, what, what does a valuation look like with or yeah. without um, you know, a VC-backed agency. So Got we you. weren't a VC-backed agency. We grew organically, and that's a decision that I made yeah. um, initially. But I think that me having studied that really helped me a lot in that particular area of, of our business. And did you start the company literally coming straight out of freelance? How, how did that transition yeah. happen? So um, I was freelancing for a few agencies here in Dubai, and um, I believe one time, so one of the agencies I was freelancing for shut down okay. um, in 2012 end of 2012 and the client came to me and said look look you were doing anyways everything for this agency can you work directly with us yeah and because the agency closed down the contract that i had between between us was voided of course um, there's no compete no absolutely so i said well it's not non-ethical i'm not breaking any legal agreement yeah. and so they said well you need to get a trade license to be able to directly work with us and i said well sure but again this was one client right how is this going to yeah. be sustainable of course um so i literally had 2,500 germs in my hand at that point and yep. um, I went to get a trade license and that was actually my dad at that point because I was 19 and I couldn't get anything in my name. Okay. I had to be 21. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So you started this really young. Yeah, yeah. At 19, absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah. And then my dad called me from Ajman Free Zone saying, well, they're having a one-time offer for like 24 hours and you can pay monthly installments and get your trade license in one hour. And all you need is 2,000 dirhams. Wow. <laughs> I, like, I can do that. That's so that's it. And I never looked back. And that's literally how you start the business. Yeah. Oh, wow. Literally, yeah. So and the name Inspire, I had a blog that was called Inspire. And when my dad called me saying, we got the trade license, what's the name you want to put on it? And yeah. I was literally blogging and I was like, oh, crap, let's put Inspire. And we got it. Wow. <laughs> what was the blog about? Um, it was just about my journey. And, um, you know, from where I've come, I have come from humble beginnings. And okay. my dad worked with Khalid Times for about 35 years. My yeah. mom was a school teacher. She still is a school teacher. Okay. Um, so I feel like uh, it, whatever was born was born out of necessity. I it get you. I understand that. that. You know, I was like, oh, today I'm going to start a company. No, it yeah. wasn't like that. Um, my dad lost his job during the recession and my mom was the only um, only member of the family working and she couldn't. So I stepped in and I said, I'm going to freelance to support the family. Yeah. And that's how it all evolved. And that's how I started uh, the business to support my family. Incredible. Do you think that many of those humble beginnings are why you're so passionate now about the topics you've been talking about at the Middle East Adventure? Oh, absolutely. About culture and obviously yeah. empowerment. I don't think I would have broken out of my shell and been the entrepreneur that I 
that I am and I know I'm, I'm do what I'm capable of if it wasn't necessity. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't um, pressing times yeah. that pushed me to, to perform at my best, I don't think I would have. And also being able to, I guess, like really like understanding, you mentioned empathy quite a lot in, yes. in discussions over the last few yeah. days, like, you know, coming from that place where once you've experienced and you know what it's like to come essentially from, I guess, like from nothing and from humble beginnings, yeah. you know what that struggle's like. Yes. So I guess maybe tell us a little bit about that struggle. I mean, not every day is a good day when you're an entrepreneur or a business yeah. leader. Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you cope with that? Um, you know, I think empathy is so important because I think one of the things I asked one of my mentors is like, why do people have to be cruel to be on the top? Yeah. Right? Do you have to be an asshole to make it? And he said to me, absolutely not. Because honestly, in the news, that's what you hear, right? Yeah. Um, this one screwed this one over and got the lead. This one that did this one, sued this one. And I'm just like, how? I, I don't think I can do that because even though we're competitors, I mean, our agency, yeah. our agencies are competitors, Of course. Right? But we're still human. Of course, right? and also you need competition for a healthy, you know, ecosystem in business. Yes. Yeah, but like all that aside, we're humans, of right? Of course. I like you because you're a great person. Yeah. And it's not that, oh my gosh, you're my competitor. I don't think I can ever speak to you again. Now that's bullshit, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't have to be cruel to make it. You can be empathetic. You can be kind. Yeah. Um, you can love people and be a great leader at the same time. Yeah. So I think that just that for me and, and hearing that at a very young age at 19, when I first started, I knew that I don't have to step over someone to make it. Yeah. I can, we can walk hand in hand to make it together, Yeah. you know? So just carrying that principle really taught me the importance of empathy. Which is quite rare sometimes in this industry because it can be quite cutthroat. It's yes. very competitive. Yes, yeah. And I've had that done to me yeah. numerous times. You spoke yesterday. We, talk, we said it in our session yesterday. Yeah. yeah. You spoke yesterday about, about someone who you hired and on yeah. the side he was building his own company. Dan, exact same thing happened with really? me. Really? 100% to the T. Probably was the same person. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I was just saying we should maybe like name him, but no, no, can't do one here. We'll, we'll talk about this offline. Yeah. What happened? So um, he was hired as a um, in a higher position um, in our company about five five years ago, five or six years ago. And um, he was doing the exact same thing. So our culture was like, you don't really have to come into the office at that time. You know, yeah. you just get your job done and you're, and you're good. Yeah. You know, wherever you do it from, it's okay. Of course, that's changed uh, over time. Yeah. But um, he was building a, another company on my payroll on the side. And um, he was, he, it was actually up and running. And he took all of our client list and um, reached out to them. Yeah. And then Same. started his own company on his website. Um, he had about five or six of our clients listed and jobs done with our clients. Yeah. So, of course, um, you know, what do you do in that? I mean, how do you practice empathy? Like, what is it, what is it like, right? So, for me, it's like, you make me lose money, I'll forgive you. You yeah. attack my reputation, I will be fierce. <laughs> yes. You know, because you're now going after my people. You're now going after my work. Yeah. You have taken my empathy for granted. And yeah. that's when I draw the line. Because, of course, you can't love endlessly. I'm not Jesus, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is only so much you can love, so <laughs> yeah. much you can give. Yeah. So you have to draw the line somewhere. And I'm just like, I sa we sent him a legal notice, of course. And then you okay. know, took it from there. Yeah. But, um, but, I mean, it was just, it was not... It was really not a great position to be in. I was saying, how does that make you feel? Because like you said, you come from humble beginnings. You yes. know, you, you, you've had to, you know, fight to build your business. Yes. You know, you talk about you know, the opportunity for the 2000 Deer and Trade license. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, like 
you start from a position that you have to really put a lot of effort and time yeah. and energy and money and resource and family yes. support to build. And then when somebody comes and like piggybacks on the back of that yeah. and kind of like, I want to say like cuts the queue or, you know, yeah. tries to take a shortcut, how does that make you feel? Well, I mean, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you're just ready for it. You know, it's not going to yeah. be a bed of roses. You know that. Yeah. There's good people going to cut you. There's people going to come and take what you have. There's people. I mean, there's always there's always people who want to take what you have. There's always yeah. people who want to take what I what I have, and that's okay. But I feel like it's how you guard your house, and yeah. you are the man of your house, and I'm the woman of my house. Right? Yeah. We take care of our houses and we take care of the people in our house, and I feel like it's how you um, care for your territory and how what kind of, what what are the lines that you draw because it's not just me fighting. It's not just you fighting. It's yep. people fighting with of you. Of course. Same with us, right? Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, it's the culture that you build that if someone wrongs you, they're automatically, they're automatically, how do you say this, um, let out. Yeah. It, a toxic person, if you have a healthy team, any toxic person is automatically kicked out. Very true. Within the culture, they just yeah. don't fit and they're just let out. It's very interesting you say that because, you, you know, I think you asked the question, you know, about hiring wrong people yeah. within our discussion yesterday. And, you know, we've made those mistakes before. Yeah. I think any business does, especially when you're growing. Oh, yes. You know, you pick someone because you have, you know, whatever reason, then very quickly it becomes obvious that that person is toxic. Yes. Um, or not even toxic, but just doesn't fit into the culture that mm -hmm. you're, you're creating. It's very interesting to see pack mentality mm. is that people suss that quite quickly and people come together and rally against that. And it's yes. very easy to... At some point, then you, you see that being exposed, yeah. and those people get pushed Absolutely. out. Absolutely. I mean, talk about hiring mistakes. I was the worst hirer I, in I, the world. Yeah, I, like, I'm pretty bad. Trust me, I'll one up you. Um, <laughs> I I didn't have any experience working for any company, right? Yeah. I, I I didn't study business management or people yeah, management same. or HR. I literally studied completely ridiculous things and stepped into the most unheard of business when in my time. Um, hiring people, I didn't know how to hire people. For okay. the first few months, I hired the first person I interviewed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, great. Oh, you can do. Oh, fine. Yeah. You're hired. And I literally hired the first person I interviewed, I think probably for a year. And then I stepped back and I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? Shit, yeah. I've messed up. And then I was like, I need to really work on my hiring skills and my HR skills. And then I reached up into my mentors and I'm like, please teach me. How do you hire people? Yeah. And um, just looked back at you know, um, me working with a few other um, CEOs and entrepreneurs and asking them for help. And that's the only way now we have such a great hiring process. And it's very difficult, like you said, yours was. Yeah. Um, same for us. And because it is so important who comes into our team because they can make or break you. Massively. It's something which I'm learning quite firsthand at the moment. Um, we, we talked on the panel yesterday that, you know, our business has scaled considerably over the last year, which is, you know, phenomenal. It's great, you know, but yeah. behind the scenes, it's also very challenging. Um, I used to hire just because there's like a person literally next to me. Like, that's how it yeah. felt. Yeah. It was out of necessity. It was like, I have too many things to do. I just need somebody to help yes. me. Yeah. And I made some of those most horrific de you know, Absolutely. decisions. But it's really interesting when you implant somebody into your business, then the dynamic shift completely. And yeah. it can go one way or the other. It can either go very wrong and horribly yeah. toxic or it can go really positive the other way so i guess maybe we talked about the negatives maybe mm -hmm. some of the positives because i know you're very much about culture and about your team and you yes. said about your house and your people yes i guess tell us a little bit, a bit about your people um so our people are amazing i love them yeah. they, they really make who, make us who we are and um and i think that's one of the big reasons why our clients love us is because of our culture yeah and um every single person who we've had and i i honestly believe that what is yours will find you yeah. Um, that I really don't have to fight for anything tremendously for for something good to happen to us. So I, I just kept looking and I literally believed that if the person is not meant 
to work with us, they will automatically not show up. Yeah. And truly that has happened. Um, there's there's people that I've hired and they didn't show up on the first day of work. And I was like, thank God they didn't wow. because they were just never meant for us. Yeah. Um, and the right people found us and we found them. And it happened in the most unexpected ways. It didn't happen because I put an ad on LinkedIn. It happened because someone knew someone who knew a reference yeah. who brought them to me. And I didn't even knew I was meeting them that day or they dropped into the office and had a quick chat. And I'm like, this is perfect. It just it feels right. You just know. Yeah. You know, for me, I rely mostly on my gut yeah. instinct. I know my brain would tell me this fits, this fits, this fits. But you will never know the intentions of another human being unless yeah. you know how to exercise your gut. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, my gut instinct says that you're great. And of course, I'll take it through Jonathan, who's our general manager. And I'm like, what are you thinking? He's a very, very practical person. Yeah. He is super practical. But you and need I'm, that executing check. 100%. So yeah. we're like yin and yang, right? Yeah. He's great. He's practical. He's got a lot of knowledge. He comes from such an, an, um, a leadership background. And for got me, you. I'm a big vision person, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm similar. like, I know what it's going to look like, but someone's got to take me there. Yes. So it's, that's the kind of people you need to balance each other out. Yeah. That's incredible. So you, you, you're thinking about so many different things because like the journey that we're going through right now. Yeah. I guess like, if you were to talk to any other entrepreneur or anybody that's you know looking to start up a business or is you know currently running a business, you know how do you get that culture right? Like what is, what is that? Because it's, it's a very difficult thing to do, yes. especially when people have different opinions on what that culture should be. 100%. And I feel like the culture comes from the entrepreneur. It yeah. comes from the top, right? Um, so it is what you believe in. It is what you see what things look like around you and it is what you want your it is how you want yourself to be treated would i ever work in this company called inspire if yes how do i want to be treated what makes me feel appreciated and i know that appreciation works different way for different people um you might feel appreciated by words and yeah. some, some, someone else might feel appreciated by gifts you know yeah. people have different love languages if, true if, if, if you may i like that word <laughs> love languages it's a cool way yeah. yeah so it is also recognizing what everyone's love language is and how they receive appreciation, how yeah. they receive, um, now I'm not talking about romantic love. Yeah, it's <laughs> not that type like, of podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's a different one. That's a different one. <laughs> That's the weekend one. <laughs> Friday nights only, 8 p.m. join us. <laughs> um, but this is more of a corporate you know, appreciation, like how do you work as a team? And yeah. you need to understand those things about people and work in a way or, or speak their language. And yeah. when they feel appreciated, they give back um, yeah so that's the culture I said so I when I started um, when I actually got my hiring right I wrote down 10 10 reasons why I want to work for this organization or why I would want to work for any organization yeah and then I extended that into the company into the people and I said these are the 10 reasons why I would want to work for any organization yeah. give me 10 reasons why you want to work for any organization or your best organization you know oh, wow and then um, that's how we integrated company culture and built it yeah do you find the culture is all those kind of expectations are different between generations? Because that's something which is quite yes. quite prevalent right now. Yes, especially absolutely. you know, in I, we always say like the GP. What's it? Uh, global pandemic. After that, you know, yeah. it's been a massive shift in terms of yeah. the demographic that work in our in our industry is quite young yeah. now, and they have yeah. very different expectations. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, you know, our organization is so broad. So we have. Um, I am the youngest in my agency, by the really? way. Really? Yes. I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but I'm, I'm, I'm dying to know, but I'm not going to ask. I'll tell you. Oh, but tell me, I'll tell me. I'm like, she's like, you said you're 90. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm 29. I turned 30 in like four days. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday for four days time. Thank you. Um, so I, you know, it is, it is true when they say you are the people that you are around. Yeah. Um, if you're around successful people, you will be successful, not because they'll give you money, but they'll give you knowledge. Of course. And I strongly believe that proximity is power, right? Yeah. So if I want to be around, if I want to be 
successful, I need to be around successful people. And the same way, if I want to be organized, I need to be around organized people. Um, Very true. So I'm horrible at organization. Yes, yeah, so, so I, 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 I hang out with too many creative people. <laughs> yeah. So it's like my life's a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, just, we were talking about age and yeah, you know. Yes, yes. The, the, so the, the demographic is like so, so, so wide. Um, so we've got everyone from 29 years old up until like 47, yeah. 54 years old, right? So it's like there's always a give and take like what we discussed today. Yeah. Um, there's an inflow and outflow of knowledge and there's yeah. an exchange, a beautiful exchange, I call it. It's because, yeah. you know, you get different opinions and different perspectives from yeah. people of different age groups because their experiences in life are different. Yeah. And when you share that, you have something pretty magnetic. You know, you can build something amazing together. And then you layer in that, like, you know, gender, um, religion, nationality, you know, oh, the yeah. UAE in particular is a very broad mix oh, of yes. people. Oh, yes. I tell everyone I grew up in the United Nations. Literally, <laughs> that's how our office feels. It really yeah, does. same, same, yeah. yeah. We're also so diverse. And I think there's there's so much beauty in it, right? Right. You've played a massive role in terms of, you know, everything at Middle East Event Show this, you know, this, this week. I can't even know what day it is. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen you on quite a lot of panels. You've been around meeting people. How has the show been for you? And what's your thoughts on the show? Um, I love it. To be honest, this is my first time at the show. Really? Yes, it is okay. wild. I've never been to the show before and I don't know why. And yeah. I'm like, I love it. It's so great. I feel like it's a it's a great step up because after the pandemic, I'm so happy to see more than 50 exhibitors coming in and yeah. participating. Yeah? yeah, It's not been too long before the pandemic hit. And I know, I know that the market has jumped back significantly, but not so significantly in every single event stream yet. Yeah. But I just love how everyone's coming together. It's been incredible. So obviously we'll be looking forward to seeing you back, I guess, next year, maybe. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and then hopefully we'll do some more panel discussions together. Love that. It will yeah. be incredible. It was so fun, right? It was fun. It was funny. <laughs> I think it's one of the first ones of the day that I needed more coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I ha I heard someone say to me that this was a, that was the best panel discussion of the day. Oh, and I nice. was like, yes, because it's important to have fun, right? It really is important yeah. to have fun. Well, I'm hoping you're having fun at this show, which I think absolutely. you are. I can yes. tell by the smile. Thank, Thank you. you so much for joining Thank me you. today. Thank you for having and me. And looking forward to some amazing things coming up from, from yourself and the team. Thank you. Cool. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are The Loaded.